Before we get to our guest, I want to talk about our NOAA subscription. CD Media is not just a local news company. We're not just a military company. We're not even just a national company. CDM is a global news organization that has reporters from the Middle East to Eastern Europe to the Balkans to Asia to Latin America to the United States. Put us in your daily scan and get the news, tip of the spear news from around the world. I know that people don't like ads, however. They don't like pop-up ads on their phone. They don't like to see ads on the websites. But you know what? We have to make money. Seriously, we have to support ourselves, and that's one of the ways we do it. However, if you don't like ads, you can sign up for our no-ad subscription. And guess what? You get access to our dozen newspapers around the world, our dozen news organizations, and you get access to all this quality, high-quality content. So, so give us a few bucks, sign up for your no-ad subscription, and you'll get access to all of the sites with a block on the ads, and you'll be very happy. And now let's get to our guest. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment. President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. So we had the, uh, the pleasure of speaking with Greg Phillips uh, today, uh, earlier in the day, actually, from the Georgia show. And he's going to discuss some issues which happened during the week. Bill, I'm going to let you run with it. Okay, that sounds great. So, Greg, congratulations on uh, the dismissal of the uh, Connick case that uh, they've had against you. That was wonderful to see. Um, yeah, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me, too. Observations maybe about what, what drove it and maybe what drove it at this time, if you can share. Yeah, I think there were a, a number of things happening. Um, first of all, uh, we took all of uh, all of the data that we had gathered and uh, some video that folks hadn't quite seen and uh, put it all into a new website that we have called Open Inc, Open mm -hmm. And um, within 24 hours, uh, they were uh, asking for a um, asking if we would agree to a settlement um, or a dismissal um, uh, in the form of a settlement. And um, after some, you know, lawyer working around 24 hours after that, we had it done. So certainly the the publishing of all that information into Open Inc. was part of this. The second piece of this is they had discovery due next week. Um, our lawyers had done a, an incredible job, a, an exhaustive job of putting together uh, what we wanted to see in discovery. And frankly, we at no time ever believed that they would be able to withstand discovery um, and would ultimately pull out. So it wasn't a total surprise, but, you know, the, the timing with Open Inc., I think uh, um, we may have uh, applied a little more pressure than they were expecting and, and pushed that out. Yeah. Um, and then the, the uh, third thing that's happening is um, the the data that was gathered during the raid of the conic offices by the los angeles county um, uh, da and uh, law enforcement in michigan um, gathered hundreds of terabytes of data 
Um, so they've been trying to figure out how do they review all of that data. LA has some pretty significant, um, or excuse me, California has some pretty significant laws relative to the review of that data before you can actually bring charges on the data. And so um, they've been skittering around trying to figure out how they're going to deal with all of that. Um, and I, I work, this is grapevine stuff. There's, you know, I'm not breaking any news here, but um, they've kicked this can down the road now since January, January the 8th, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it appears they're bringing it to a head. And um, frankly, based on what we understand is in that, that uh, evidence locker, there's no possible way that Connor could get out of this. And then the final piece is, I hate to be so wordy about it, but uh, uh-huh. since you asked, um, the final piece of this is there was no evidence. This entire claim was based on um, an allegation that we had hacked their U.S.-based servers. In other words, obtained illegal access to their computers in the United States. That uh-huh. was false. And so the very premise of their argument was false in that it alleged a crime uh, that did not occur. And so they were saying, okay, you committed this crime and then you defamed us with all the information that you found. Well, they, they themselves have said there was, there was no, there was no hacking. Um, it, anyway, it's just a mess. And, and, uh, we're happy that there's some justice uh, out there and that this thing's been dismissed. Um, but, but, uh, there's, there's some, you know, atonement to be had here. There's some, there's some, hell to be paid for uh, having put us in jail and, and done the things that they've done to us. They cost us nearly a million dollars in legal fees. And, um, and uh, you know, as they say in, in, uh, in TV land, paybacks are hell. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Greg, real quick. I mean, obviously we're pleased that that has resolved for your situation, but how do we take this more to a national level? We're involved in multiple states nationwide. You know, in mm-hmm. Florida, they have this election integrity law they're trying to pass, which prevents right. transparency into the uh, the data from the machines, the EL52 reports or whatever, where they've found, you know, 20% in some counties blank votes, which are obviously not true. So h- how do we bring the evidence that you are putting out and apply pressure to legislatures such in Florida and, and, and elsewhere? Well, we're going to go after them, um, and we're going to go after every mm-hmm. single jurisdiction that that uh, has Conic involved. I think Florida mm-hmm. has five or six counties that uh, mm-hmm. Conic operates in, mm-hmm. and um, we're not just going to be aggressive, but we're going to be um, uh, focused and um, and target our aggression at these counties that that chose to re- keep Conic in place, um, in part because Conic had lied to them. Um, now that we have an affidavit from um, from a former employee who says that they re- they required that he lie to the counties. Um, we're going to take all of the data that we have. We're going to take all of the the affidavits we've received from Australia, from from um, these conic employees, uh, all of the data that we gathered during our research, and we're going to go to these counties and we're just going to let them, you know, either stand up or shut up. Right? I mean, it's, do you, it's do you know how many counties in Georgia are involved? I think just a cab in Georgia were invo- was involved. And, uh, so we need to apply pressure there. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you can look back into the news, uh, Bill, you may remember this, that when, when this whole thing came up last fall, um, Connick lied to them and then they lied to the public. So right. DeKalb, DeKalb needs to come out and, and make this thing right. That's right. This was a, every single thing that Connick said was a lie. We have affidavits, we have proof. 
and um, and it's time for these these counties that have gotten away with these you know these BS lies just to to pay the piper. Well, it it is inexplicable why, with as much public feedback as DeKalb got, and I was I was privy to a lot of it, that they decided to just plow forward. And you know the the um, one of the explanations they used is, oh well, it's safe. It's it's on a uh, you know it's on a Microsoft server that we control. And it's like, wait a minute, where is it? Oh, it's in the cloud. You know, oh my goodness, you control the cloud, do you? So, yeah, and 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 I would say they made even a bigger bigger mistake in DeCab because what they did was they brought the firmware out of the cloud and put, and left it in or connected it into the DeCab databases. So it would be something like, okay, okay so you're committing a crime. So we're going to take the, the the criminal activity that's occurring inside of your system and put it into ours. And everybody thinks that's a good idea. I mean, this is, <laughs> mm -hmm. this is dumb. I mean, it's like it purposely ingesting malware. Yeah, it's remarkable. So um, part, one of the things you mentioned it earlier, you know, they <laughs> claimed that you were defaming them, but, but wasn't it interesting if we, if, if folks were watching this carefully enough, the very charges they brought against Eugene Yu were the things that they were claiming were false. Oh no, we didn't do this. We didn't do that. And yet the charges from LA indicated, hey, we've got evidence that shows you did all of this stuff. Just yeah, it's a, as I said, I mean, all of the data that they collected, LA County collected when they went to the Conic offices is in a lockbox in Los Angeles County. Everything that's in there not just not just corroborates our you know what we found uh but they learned a lot more for instance there's a there's a really interesting little tidbit here when this went to court the first time when they arrested eugene Yu and there was a court hearing one of the people that they noted in the court hearing um guy's name slipped my mind but uh their project manager that's what they called him he mm -hmm. was also um a um he was also listed on other documents as the Conic CTO. Well, this guy lives in Barcelona, Spain. He worked for CIDL. And all of a sudden, he's showing up as the Los Angeles County director. And then when, when everything blew up, he's on Ding Talk telling everybody, hey, guys, I have, you know, covering his butt because they had it all, it was all cameraed up. So they were watching this, this raid unfold and he's writing things into Ding Talk to click, to clear his own name or into Jira saying, hey, I've been looking at this and, you know, having all of this uh, data in China and China, Chinese programmers having uh, passwordless access into, into all this um, space with all this PII in it is is a bad idea and so this is the conic project manager slash tto cto who lives in spain used to work for CIDL, and is guiding data back and forth between the united states and china and then when he gets busted he starts complaining about it does this what? verify any of this stuff that like mcinerney and others were putting out three years ago do we don't know because yeah, it's a good, it's a good question. Um, uh -huh. we, we think there we think there are definite connections. Um, for instance, um, there's there's evidence that Seidel and and Conic had some sort of a a no password handshake uh, underneath the covers to hand data back and forth. Uh -huh. um, I don't know much about that, um, and 
we were just getting mm-hmm. into it, trying to figure it all out when we went to jail. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, but, but if you think about, you know, so why is a, a Spanish company, you know, gathering data from a company whose servers are in China? And why are they handing data back and forth? And because Seidel actually counts this, you know, creates the counts. Mm-hmm. Um, that that answer, asks a lot of questions. And then there was that thing in Wisconsin, Todd. You may you may remember here a while back, or Bill, mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one of you guys covered it, um, where where they uncovered that all of this data seemed to be leaking out to to other entities through some sort of a rotating proxy. And and as you really put all those pieces together and think about them, they don't, they don't maybe mean a lot individually, like, you know, Seidel, you know, the, I, I don't, you know, we know what we know about them, but you know, why would they need a hand? Why would they need a, a passwordless API with, with uh, Conic? You know, I, I, there's just yeah. a lot of questions. It's funny. It's interesting. It, 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 yeah. As you go through all these different issues, isn't it funny how the same names, the same companies keep bubbling up, with relationships to new things that are found. It, it, we've seen it here in Georgia um, just recently um, with you know, connections between you know, uh, public officials and some companies that seem to have some interesting directions and so forth. It, it's same names again. Um, Greg, let me ask before you move on, are you worried about the information that they have in LA being uh, destroyed? Or I mean, California is obviously yeah. part, of the ma- part of the matrix. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I am actually. There, there. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that that was sort of attached to our case that that we think ultimately maybe they were most worried about, and that mm-hmm. was a a um, an order to preserve from our court to to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, uh, one of the things that L.A. County said was, "Well, we don't have enough money to get mirrors of all of these um, all of these servers." And so, um, so we said we did it. We'll, we'll pay for it. it was, I mm-hmm. think I think they were saying it was going to be two hundred thousand dollars or something crazy. Mm-hmm. And we found somebody in Houston that would do it for eight grand. And and uh, and sure enough, the court gave us the preservation order. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what you're going to see, Todd, is you're going to see some other jurisdictions. Obviously, not to cab, uh, but you're going to see some other jurisdictions that have concerns about this, or possibly even some other secretaries of state or attorneys general. In places like maybe Texas or Florida or somewhere else that that really do have a um, you know maybe a little bit a little bit of a stick because this the the company was operating there, um, but these states need to understand what's happened to them. They need to understand that that this isn't just you know poll worker data. Um, in places like Pennsylvania, there were direct attachments to the entire state's voter file, eight million records, and and. And you, you know, and you start thinking about, okay, well, that's, that's not bad. Well, maybe it is. And why is Seidel attached to that? And why is, uh, why are programmers in China working on it? And why are the servers in China? And why is our data in China at all? Yeah. And there's just a lot of questions that still need to be answered here. But, but I suspect in, in maybe somewhere like Johnson County, Kansas, or, mm-hmm. or maybe Florida, or maybe somewhere in Texas, or something like that. You're going to see somebody come out and say, you know what, that preservation order they had was really important. It's already written. Let's let's find some judge that lets us take a look at this stuff too. This yeah. is important. You know, the fact sure. of the matter is, this should be the United States government doing this. This should be yes. the Department of Justice. This mm-hmm. should be the Department of Justice doing this. But it's not going to happen. Our view, our our view of it is. 
they had their chance, right? I mean, we are, we are the United States, and states have rights. And you yeah. know, if they're not going to do it, yeah, we'll do it. Indeed. You know? Yeah. When when um, when the L.A. County investigators and law enforcement showed up at Eugene U's office, I understand that there were two FBI cards, uh, business cards, on his desk. And um, you know, one of the things that we were asking for was to have those two those two agents deposed. Sure. Um, you know, yeah. I, I know who I worked with uh, during it, um, during the uh, counterintelligence op that was run after after we turned all that data over to the FBI. I know I knew who I was talking to. Um, I'm yeah. kind of curious, are those two business cards that were on that desk? Um, were those the same guys? Are they different guys? Was there another op going on? Was the op on mm -hmm. against us? Was it against Eugene U? Who's calling on who about what? But the fact of the matter is. We went to jail and not one of them stood up. The FBI yep. was advised what was happening. And they, they chose, they said, I think they told uh, the court that they had no interest in this case. So cool. So they have no interest in it and neither do we. Yeah, it's funny throughout all these months with uh, all the all the pitsters doing research and again and again, some finding connections and so forth, they didn't stand up and say anything about it. It was bizarre. You know, you yeah, think, really think, well, wait a minute, we're not, you know, we're not doing the stuff that seems to be. Yeah, um, Bill, we took all we took all of that data uh, from all of those researchers, and that's what we posted in Open Open Inc. Open .inc. It's a it's basically yeah. a transparency site that we built because we need to be able to put all this data somewhere. Uh, yeah. You know, Google's not going to Google's not going to keep it. You know, Bing's yeah. not going to keep it, or Microsoft's not going to keep it. So we need somewhere to to house all this stuff. So we we brought it in. We built a an, this amazing AI driven search engine. A um, little bit like the way Google does it, except we didn't exclude data. Um, and uh, now you can go in and search on all this stuff. We're creating these special collections of which Connick was the first, and we've got a lot more to come. So, so uh, if they think that that we're going away, or that all of this data is going away, or that we're going to stop looking at things on the border, or the Darien Gap, or or yeah. what what happened to the J six guys, or or vaccines, or anything else, you can expect to see all of that show up in Open Data. Wow. You know, what's what's interesting is that um, they've become irrelevant. I mean, you know, we got off all the communist networks several years ago because we were forced off, but I, I, we don't miss them. I mean, these people are destroying their own business model. So there's so much mm -hmm. opportunity for, you know, uh, America first uh, entrepreneurs to come in and, and just take their business. No. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, shows like yours, I mean, mm -hmm. these shows are becoming more and more and more important. And the, re the reason is they are the place where folks are able to get information, right? So if, mm -hmm. if a researcher goes to Open Inc. and finds a whole bunch of cool information, writes a substack about it, that's one thing. But but as the prevalence of shows like yours, and, and we've had some success on, on Patriot Games and mm -hmm. other shows that were on, I was on Bannon the other day, and somebody mm -hmm. told me that my little 10-minute segment had a quarter of a million views. Yeah, These, no, these shows are the future yes. of mm -hmm. all of this. So we'll we'll post the uh, the link to opening, but it sounds like there's a, a lot there now uh, regarding Connick, but a lot more to come. Yeah. So yeah, we've got I think we've got about 10 terabytes loaded up, but, but we'll be at a petabyte before you even know it. Uh, we're going to post a bunch of the video from 2020, 2022 up there. Um, it's going to be it's going to be a place for us to. Um, Let's just call it a pressure valve, right? Well, see, some things that we need to share. Yeah, CDMs. but the bad guys were putting some pressure on you when you first tried to stand it up, weren't they? They were, uh, they were yeah, doing everything gosh. they could to keep yeah. that from public view. 
Well, CDM yeah, should we help had, you get that out. Um, yeah, we had it taken down uh, first time in August of 2021, mm -hmm. or excuse me, August of 2022. Um, and we worked and we worked and we worked and tried to get this thing up and running. And and um, and just, just every time we stood it up, they'd take it down. We put it out in beta in January and something like 10,000 attacks in three days. <laughs> um, and even since we re-released, hardened it up, re-released it here in the last uh, week or so, um, I, I, they were telling me we're getting like 10,000 attacks a week now. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's nutty, but they're afraid of this, right? They're afraid yeah, sure. of the, the, you know, the, the white hot light of freedom is frightening to, to those that, that, you know, that want to, uh, obfuscate and, and lie and steal our, our, uh, you know, basic liberties and freedoms in this country. And, you know, we're just not going to have it. I have, I have one last question for you, Greg. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have, stood up and, and had some courage like you and faced the, the fire and went through the trials. Talk to us about your spiritual, uh, I guess, revelations during that period. I mean, a lot, many people are saying it really hardened me and it was the most spiritual time in my life. Yeah, it was for me too. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, I went to, I went and did the Camino de Santiago in Spain. I was diagnosed mm -hmm. with cancer in 2019. And rather than go the traditional path, I decided I was going to go walk 500 miles and, mm -hmm. and really renewed my faith, um, in all of it came back. Uh, COVID was going on. I was in, you know, going through all my, you know, the drugs and radiation and surgery and mm -hmm. all that nonsense during 2020. Um, and then all of this stuff launched. So it's been basically nonstop since I got cancer in, in, in the summer of 2019. Mm -hmm. I can say that, that the, from that time forward and, and just that experience on the Camino really, really um, helped me um, harden my own faith and to, mm -hmm. to be, be absolutely certain that, you know, that, that I always recognize that the only, only way uh, is through the cross and, mm -hmm. and, um, as as all of these crazy things have unfolded um and whether you know crazy you know movies and and all of this stuff with conic and you know attacks that were constantly under um and then even going into jail i mean the mm -hmm. the one solid thing that has always been there always is there for me every single day um i use the uh, the bible app um you know everybody uses different things but i've been on this thing for almost four years straight now and and uh, I'm there every single day. I'm reading, yeah. I'm studying, I'm refreshing my own my own uh, faith in God. Uh, even while I was in jail, I spent uh, pretty much the entire time reading and rereading and rereading the different relevant books. I read Daniel, you know, about the being thrown into the lion's den and mm -hmm. and uh, God's angels come in to seal the mouths of the lions so that so that uh, Daniel would survive it. Mm -hmm. And and um you know there, there's so many parallels these days between you know the books of of the bible both old and new testament and mm -hmm. what's going on with us right now and um and so i encourage people every single day i've started doing this um inviting people into these uh um into these bible studies or bible plans um that that, that are in that app um and Catherine and I have just decided that, that this is an important part of our day. So we begin mm -hmm. every single day, all the things that we do with prayer. Mm -hmm. um, we're reading, we're studying, we're understanding. The people we're surrounding ourselves with are, 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 are God-fearing and, and, um, and, and strong believers. And, and it's making all of the difference in all of the things we do because we always have that to go back on. So we start each day and we end each day with these the, the prayers. We do devotionals together. We bring our friends, uh, colleagues, um, just 
people on social media into these devotionals with us. And, and Todd, I, I can't, I'm not even sure where we would be for me. Yeah. It's, it's wholly sustaining. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to know that there are, I'm in jail and some random, you know, charge and, but yet there are thousands of people praying for us. When we were in there, the last day we were in there before a few minutes before we actually received the order from the fifth circuit court of appeals to release us. Um, there's a state rep in Texas named Steve Toth. Um, Steve came in to see us and said, Hey, I'm here because there's hundreds of people outside praying for y'all in a prayer vigil. And I just wanted you to know that that was happening. Mm-hmm. A few minutes later, he walked outside. It starts pouring rain. And there's a video of this somewhere. I'll try to find it and send it to you. Um, but these got folks are out there singing, folks are out there praying. And there was mm-hmm. this massive clap of thunder and they just kept they just kept praying through it and singing through it. it gives me chills even thinking mm-hmm. about it we heard the clap of thunder i mean as we were walking mm-hmm. out of the back to ourselves um and just to know what was happening out there and that these people just stayed out there during a driving rainstorm of thunder lightning everything they just stayed out there and prayed for us i mean that that's that's mm-hmm. uh, sustaining is the only word that really comes to mind but it's just it was such a beautiful thing and and um and we think about it and talk about it almost every day that that you know so many people stepped up um into that 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 void i guess that was left between um what i consider to be judicial misconduct and us being thrown in jail mm-hmm. and you know people were just begging for something they get out there pray they get out there and stand in a thunderstorm sing and pray five minutes later the fifth circuit court of appeals issues an immediate order for our release Wow. And, pe- and people don't, and people don't think that's real. Come on. Man. Wow. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Greg. I appreciate you. Bill, do you have anything else? No, that's good. Thank you so much, Greg, for making time for us. Well, I'm sure there'll be other opportunities as we go forward and, and we hope the, the success continues. I bet it, I bet it will for all the reasons you just listed. So. Yeah. Todd, Bill, I appreciate y'all for having me so much. All right. Take care. Bye.